0: The autumn wind is a pirate.
1: Welcome Raider Nation to the Raider Nation podcast. I am your host, Raider Craig. Welcome to the show. Two preseason games down. And what do we see? Well, we're going to talk about that here on show 460. Right Raider Nation, before we get into the show, well, we got to hit on this. Todd Marowanovich strikes again. Now, I feel bad for this guy. Drugs hurt his career for sure. He had all the possibilities as a first-round pick for the Oakland Raiders. But the cocaine monster, along with anything else for that matter, struck this poor talent down. And it's sad to see him in this situation. So I hope he gets better. Always have, by the way. He's a good guy deep down inside. Just a troubled man. All right, Raider Nation, on today's show, we will have, of course, the post-toasty for the first two games of the preseason, let me tell you. Definitely have some concerns. You're going to know about it. If you haven't known about it already, we have definitely got to talk because I am seriously worried. And then there is a pregame for the Tennessee Titans. I don't get it. Why we're playing these guys in preseason, I don't understand. It's kind of a stupid scheduling situation, but that's how the NFL rolls, that's how it happens. I'm sure it was foretold five seasons ago in a scheduling uh, situation because there's formulas for all this stuff. All of that and the bone line, which is, of course, my favorite part of the damn show. You guys telling it like it is because I can tell you what I think, but it's best when we all talk the same language that is Raiders. All of that and the bone line should wrap it up for the show. The season's almost here, folks. Can you see it? Can you smell it in the air? The autumn wind is a raider. And, well, we got to get to it right now. So let's make it to the first story. Oh, my gosh. The postgame or the post mortem, <laughs> Whatever. Uh, for these first two preseason games. Um, well, let's talk about it. You know, I must have watched the Cardinals game about six times to see, you know, how this team looked, really. And the first string was out there for a very short amount of time. Um, The Cardinals had, of course, Palmer got slammed by Heaney, and that was the end of his time in preseason, in that game anyway. They looked pretty good. They looked a, a lot more controlled than they do now. In this last, last contest, anyway, I was pretty happy with the first game against the Cards. I was looking pretty positive. Uh, I was concerned that our offense sputtered a little bit and didn't really get uh, much of a rhythm until McGloin took over. But all in all, I was happy. And then came the Green Bay Packers. And this game was very concerning for many reasons. Now... Let's look at the offense first. Our offense is sputtering. Um, The offensive line is not even near the talent I expected at this point of the year. Even though it's preseason, you have to have a rhythm and you have to have some kind of push. And let me tell you, our offensive line could not open a hole for their life. I mean, Murray had a couple of runs. Washington had some runs. But the offensive line, which was out there for quite a while, uh, let me tell you, and playing against the second string and third string sometimes was very inadequate. They were slow, and there was no pop. Now, maybe this is because they don't want to show everything. Maybe this is because they're looking at certain players. I'm not sure. But I can only go with what I see and at the end of this, I'm going to go through what I do think of preseason anyway. Don't, no, forget it. I'm going to do it right now. Preseason for most teams is, you know, let's continue what we've done if it's successful and continue to hone that. And you can see it in the Chiefs. You can even see it in the Broncos. You could see it in the Patriots. You could see it in Green Bay. You can see it in teams that have been successful. the Raiders
2: pop green Bay treated you right. I think a lovely weather, but the performance of the silver and black left a little bit to be desired.
0: Yeah. I'm not, I'm trying not to, to get overly, uh, for dibs, but I, yes. I, I mean, it is a preseason game, But what was disturbing is even after Green Bay subbed out their ones for their twos across the board, the Raiders still did not control the line of scrimmage. And there's several areas of the game that that I am concerned about. Some of the same areas that I was concerned about going into these games. And now you actually see it and you're just wondering, is this all going to piece together? I don't know how good Bruce Irvin is. I don't know how good Malcolm Smith is or Ben Heaney. I just don't know. I I, I mean, uh, there are a lot of things you have to piece together before you start saying they're going to win the West and they're going 13 and three. I am really worried about the first quarter of the year. And I've been telling you this for weeks and weeks, turning into months and months. I just don't think they're going to be firing on all cylinders to start the year. And I wouldn't, I, you know, when I, I I went back and watched the tape and I watched it again this morning and I, but then yesterday I was off from baseball giants played Sunday night game. So I was completely off. So I, I watched just about every team. And the glimpses of every game from the preseason week two, and I watched some from start to finish, but I watched them all. And I just, the other teams in this league are making first downs and touchdowns and moving the ball. The Kansas City Chiefs just look so locked in offensively now with Alex Smith, you know, there from the moment they got Andy Reid. They don't even have Jamal... Uh, Charles back, but I'm watching Spencer Ware looks really good. Alex's feet are just really good. They don't have a second receiver to Macklin, but they've got Kelsey and they've got Macklin. Their defense is getting pushed around. I don't know how long Justin Houston's going to be out. Uh, I'm watching Indianapolis and Andrew Luck looks on point. I'm watching the Jacksonville Jaguars. Dear Lord. I mean, they look look good. They look like this young guy, Jalen Ramsey, who says he's not completely over his knee problem. He looks like a Sledgehammer, hammer. I mean, in the box, he looks like Dayon Buchanan can play him in the box as a linebacker. But then I see him blitzing. I see him covering down the the line against who was it? Mike Evans on a deep shot against Jameis Winston. He looks amazing. I'm watching Miles Jack fly all over the field. Could have had that guy over Ben Heaney. So I'm not going to freak out. But Saturday night, and I don't like this third preseason game at all. I don't know why it was scheduled. The league did it, and it'll be on CBS. But to play them in your most important as far as snaps, third preseason game, and then have to go to Nashville in week three and play the same team. But beyond that, you know, don't worry about scheming and all that. Just I want to see with my eyes before it starts for real. So I know they're capable of it. I know they're capable of it, Divs, but I'd like to know they're capable of it. Just a little bit with my own eyes, I want to see it. Yeah. I want to see him come off the ball 70 and 61 and 66 and knock the line back three yards. I don't care if it's the ones, twos, threes, guys from high school coming to watch. I don't care. I just want to see a little bit of it. I want to see a little bit of it in the defensive front. Besides 52, I know he's great, but they're going to triple him. 51, how good are you? You know, why did Seattle let you go? 53, how good are you? So I'm not. I'm not going to freak out, but I am watching other teams look pretty on point, and the Raiders just don't look on point.
1: Let me tell you, preseason. This is when you should see at least a, a drive or two to get to the end zone, but but this is my concern about this team and this game.
0: It's only the preseason, I understand that, but i just like to see them in this game on Saturday where we could all just say, okay, they're capable of it, because I'm just, I'm concerned that they're not going to fire uh, on, on, on point that first game, and you tell me, when they go to New Orleans September the 11th, how many points are they going to have to score to beat Drew Brees?
2: 30 minimum. 30? I I was thinking 21,
0: 20. You're saying 30? So do you think this team's capable of scoring four touchdowns right now, Dibs? I hope so. We're not in the hope business. We're not selling hope here. We have to see it. You have to believe it. So I'd like to see it a little bit on Saturday. Just a little bit. Just show us a little bit so we'll sleep well the night before the game on September the 10th because right now I don't want to freak out, but I'm tossing and turning a little bit because I haven't seen much
1: at all. There is no pop in this offensive line. There was no gaps. There was nothing uh, for the offense to run behind, literally. I'm worried about
0: three of the first four games are on the road. And typically, offensive line play early in the year is a little off, unless you have a veteran line that, that you brought back from the year before, and the Raiders certainly don't qualify. They have a very good, skilled offensive line, but they have not worked much together. When you go on the road in the NFL, especially into a dome stadium like the Dome in New Orleans, uh, it's hard to hear. It's diff- It's it's taxing on the offensive line anyway, and when you're not firing, like I'm worried they will not be firing, then I'm concerned about this. So, uh, I they are very capable. I'm not saying to make any changes. I l- left tackle to right tackle. This is the best Raider group since Link was on that team and went to a Super Bowl. I'm not going to say you know it's as good as uh, Art Shell and Gene Upshaw and Otto and those guys, Beeler and Henry Lawrence. I'm not going to freak out and go there. They they have the ability to be, but they've got a They've got to start showing it. So I think first and foremost, what I want to see from Bill Musgrave on Saturday is just come out and we're going to, the script is we're going to run power right at you. And we're going to see where we're at. We're going to treat it like a a scrimmage, a practice. We're just going to try to come off the ball and try to get some power going. It's not just it's, you know, vanilla. We're not game planning. The rest of the league's not game planning either. And they're pitching, catching, and making first downs. So I just want to see more. From the, I haven't even gotten to the Raider defense no. and what's going on there. That's a whole other segment. But I, I, it starts with the offensive line. Kalechi, Rodney, Gabe, Menelik, Donald. Just knock the snot out of people. If you're going to be the second-best offensive line behind the Cowboys, uh, let's start acting like it. And let's do it Saturday night because that's the last time we'll be able to see it for real till September the 11th. And if we don't see it with our own eyes on Saturday, Dibs, then we're going to toss and turn until that opener against New Orleans and wonder, are they ready? Are they ready? to go or not and right now I don't know
1: and Carr you know wasn't lighting up the house not like he had to but you know that interception he threw was lame it was absolutely like some kind of a lame duck pass that was poorly planned poorly executed the offense is not doing its thing and that is really concerning now Cooper did catch a good ball well that's good one out of the game We had three, no, four first downs in three quarters of football. Green Bay played like 18 minutes more in the game than the Raiders. The offense could not stay on the field. It was three out, three and out, three and out. And I don't know whether that was by design. If it was, it's pretty damn scary. And I'm going to say this about the offense. Crappy fundamental football. And what I mean by that is crappy control of the gaps on the offensive line, and I also mean when you got past that first line and you got into that second line uh, running, there was nobody else tack, uh, no one else blocking. Our blocking downfield is is missing. <laughs> if you watch any team that runs the ball well, even passes the ball well, downfield blocking is a major necessity. And it, it is missing with the Raiders. This is a huge problem. This is something that they have to take care of quickly because we're not going to get anywhere if we don't have the team blocking downfield for these players with the ball. That's my offensive look, man. I'm telling you, it looks bleak. Now, it could be nothing, but I don't think so. And I I think this team better step it up in this next game on the offensive side of the ball. Now I'm going to flip to the defense. Defense played really well against the Cardinals, I think. They played stout defense, pretty good. But also we got gashed by the run. They went right down on us. Let's just not quibble here. Their first string went right down, scored a touchdown. It was easy. The defense is also, I'm, I'm, I'm concerned. There is no gap control. Bill Romanowski. Bill,
2: thanks for joining us. And what was your read on the Raiders' first team defense at Green Bay, particularly – Ben Heaney in the linebacker core.
3: You know, I think uh, for me, as I watched it, you know, along the lines of what Greg was saying is gap control was awful. And, uh, you know, I also looked at, um, you know, Heaney and Bruce Irving both. I call it Velcro is when you stick to blocks and you're not Violently, you know, getting, shedding people, and you got to do that with violence. You got to take people on, like, and these are big men; these are three hundred plus pound offensive linemen that you've got to attack. You can't sit back and think, you know, this isn't just a sideline to sideline game. You know, they were running right at them downhill, and that's where you have to attack the line of scrimmage, and you have to get linemen off of those double teams and help out the, you know, the defensive linemen who are taking on the double team. So it's a combination, but to me, it's very fixable. It comes down to detail right now. And right now they're, they're just not very detailed in their run fits.
1: Henny is late to the hole, bro. And so is Irvin. These guys look like they're not even on the same page.
0: Uh, let me ask you about Bruce Irvin, Bill, because we know him, obviously. When he first appeared in Seattle, he was just so fast. He was lighter. He's put on some weight. But the Seahawks subbed him out a lot. He, he was not an edge rusher for them. They, they, he was in the base, and he, you know, he was a strong side backer. But they would pull him off the field a lot. And with the Raiders, he's not coming off the field. He, to me, he's not Alden Smith. He's not nearly that kind of a natural pass rusher. Is he going to be stout in the run game? So what, what, what are you seeing from 51 right now, Romo?
3: Well, I saw there were a couple times coming off the edge where he was crashing down, and all of a sudden you got the quarterback rolling out. So it's almost like, you know, they're flip-flopping him, and he doesn't look real comfortable right now with his position. And what is it going to be? Are we going to be playing, you know, it looks like they want him – to be a 3-4 outside linebacker. And with him and, uh, you know, on one side. And when I see him there, it's like I just don't see a guy that is super comfortable. And when it comes to his pass rush, I feel like he's really not getting off the ball that fast. So I don't see a burst getting off the ball so the combination of getting comfortable with the position and not really getting off the ball is what i'm seeing right now maybe he's a little maybe his legs are a little tired i don't know
0: uh, yeah, what i see is them single blocking him and they're handling him when, when uh, alden smith was there you couldn't do that i mean in some games the other team would slide the protection to 99 side and not 52 because alden's that good
1: malcolm smith's not much better listen we've got terrible gap control And they ran the ball right up our ass in Green Bay. Let me just say it like I mean it, our ass, because that's what they did. They were brutal, and we were pushed back, pushed back, pushed back. They looked confused, they were slow.
0: But let's get back to the two inside linebackers. You know, we were looking at the run fits. And Ben Heaney, he made some decent plays, but he got in the wrong gap. He got overpowered a little bit. I was looking forward to seeing Corey James in this game, Bill, 57, the backup. But he just got, he got pushed back. I mean, he did not play well at all. So it's the question that I asked you when we first went to training camp about the Mike linebacker. I, I'm a little concerned about it, to be honest with you. What, what are you seeing from Ben Heaney and, and Corey James here? Are they good enough?
3: Um, What I see with both of those guys, if the play is away, they're much better right now. But when the play is right at them... Like I said, Ben's, Ben, he just a little smaller in stature. So he's got to be able to, you know, really take on those linemen. And as you were saying earlier, you got to be able to shed offensive linemen. And he's not able to do that. But if the play is away from him or, you know, sideline to sideline, He'll fly the ball, and he can make plays there. Now he's got to get really comfortable with offensive linemen coming right at him, and how is he going to be able to get rid of them?
0: Well, That's why the front is so key, to to be able to gobble up the blockers so they don't get to the second level, and he can run free and do what you're saying. But if he gets a body on him, he, he just doesn't shed. He doesn't disengage fast enough.
1: And he's small to begin with. He's got to get to the hole with some force, and it's not happening. Looks like he's, he's second-guessing himself. And let's not quibble here. This is a 3-4 defense, folks. We used to a 4-3 forever while Al Davis was alive. Now we're working a 3-4, and, and I'm seeing guys get locked up. Like Bruce Irvin should know better than to be locked up with an offensive lineman. I mean, they couldn't shed blocks to save their lives. That's why these runners went right through us like butter. And I mean it. A hot knife, baby. There is no doubt in my mind that if we don't control this issue, we're going to have huge issues later on. (laughs) We need to stop the damn run. These bootlegs were killing us. Those late giveaways were brutal. They were killing us. We can't have it. We can't have it. Now some good things. Calhoun looked really good. Ward looked really good. Autry, this Latham kid has come out of nowhere. He's a beast, and he could work his way into the first line. Jelly, of course, is good. McGee is on the edge. Our defensive back, Malcolm Smith, looked pretty good. Uh, you know, and DJ Hayden, what What can I say? I saw him uh, have some issues. But the secondary needs to work better together, too, because, you know, they're not doing much better. I am really concerned about this team. I mean, this is fundamental frickin' football, Raider Nation. We played fundamental football better last year in a bunch of instances. And I I can't understand. And an added bonus on all this is the conditioning. Was it just me or were these guys just absolutely gassed? They were gassed. They had nothing left. And that's why when the coach spoke after the game, he mentioned conditioning of one of the very first things. Because our team was absolutely gassed. Green Bay, they were just getting warmed up. That is another concern. You know, I am really optimistic about this season. I believe we have players that can make plays. Khalil Mack is a machine. He hasn't missed a step. Cooper, dropping balls already. That's bullshit, bro. Catch them balls, man that's why you get paid, or you're gonna get paid, and that kid's too soft. Cooper needs to get someone to slap him around in the locker room before the game. Someone needs to insult his mother or something needs to go down cause that kid needs an injection of some frickin mean cause he's too nice
0: he's just got to get more dog in him he's got to get. He just, the word I would use is just sheepish. He's just, Amara, you are a great player. Act like it. Act like it on the field, off the field, pre-snap, post-snap. Act like you're a badass. Hanging around hang it around Khalil Mack a little bit more and, and Michael Crabtree. I mean, just, he's got to have a little more of the swagger that I was willing to accept a little bit as a rookie. But now in his second year, and he, it's not just that he's quiet. People are quiet. Marvin Harrison never said crap. His whole career, never heard his voice till he showed up in Canton to make his speech. But he played aggressively. He ran the routes hard. He was not. He did not back away from a confrontation. It's just one play, but I, I just Amari's I, got to take ownership of this this team. And when you do get into a down and distance where the ball's got to be thrown, I mean Crabtree's a nice player, but Amari Cooper's your guy, and it's time he acts like it.
1: That kid. Needs an injection of some frickin' mean, because he's too nice. I mean, when he misses a ball, it's like he's pouting. I can't have that shit. We can't have it. This team needs to get mean, and needs to get mean quick. Carr's too nice. I think this whole team needs an injection of some real ass-kicking, and I think Del Rio better get in the locker room and light a fire under all these guys. Because right now it looks like it's taken a they're taking a Sunday walk in the park, and the fundamentals of football are lost in this team.
0: The, the offensive line for me has just been mediocre. I, I think this is the second best offensive line in football behind Dallas. Osemely. Oh, yeah. They're just not they're not firing the way they should be firing. So what are you what are you looking for from them in this third preseason game against uh, Tennessee on Saturday? Well,
3: what, what what I'm also seeing too, Greg, is I'm seeing a very vanilla. It's almost to vanilla I get it's preseason but I still want to be able to show that we got some we got some ball on us and that we can make things happen and I, I feel like the running game is really boring and vanilla the the just sees, whether it be a sweep or a dive I just want to see a little bit of uh, a little more there where we we see that we can change change things up. I want to see the quarterback get out of the pocket a little bit because he's got that ability. Hey, do I want to see, you know, 10 plays of it this week? No. But, hey, show me two or three, you know, bootlegs. I just want to see some creativity a little bit right now. And if they're just holding out and they're waiting for that first game to unleash this, That worries me a little bit. The offensive line, as you said, they are coming off the, they're big, but right now they look big and slow. And I don't like that. I want big, but I want guys that will really get after you and pop you and move, you know, uh, and, and make holes. Uh, and that I'm not seeing. So little, uh, little disappointed there.
1: Now Don't tell me that they're not concerned, because I'll tell you right now, I am. I expect them to do better. They have a game against the Titans coming up. You better kick some ass. And I'm telling you right now, that is all I have to say. The block pump was nice. Okay, let me just say that. Special teams looked like it improved from last season. And Marquette King is doing a great job, as always, my man. That is now all I have to say about that.
0: The autumn wind is a raider.
1: One more thing. No, no, no. I have Dan Williams. Let me just say Dan Williams is a guy we need. This guy in the middle, as nose tackle, is a beast. He's overweight, he's out of shape, but we need to cut this guy about 20 pounds, and he is a monster refrigerator, a man in the middle that can help us stop the run. Let's put him in there more, get him some more work, because I think he's going to be on the first, in the first, on a lot of packages, especially uh, in the early downs. First, second down, most likely. But Dan Williams um, looking good as far as a run stopper uh, for this weak defensive line. I hate to say it, but that's how it is, bro. All right, let's do a quick pregame for Bash of the Titans! <laughs> we're gonna bash their heads in, bro. We should. Let's go!
4: Are you ready for some football?
1: Well, this Saturday, the Oakland Raiders will host the Tennessee Titans, which I think is dumb because we're playing them in the first four games of the season. Dumb, he, dumb, dumb, dumb. A long story short, the vanilla. You know, offense and defense should be in full swing. Um, I expect to have many wide receiver screens. It seems to be Musgrave's favorite play. Um, quite honestly, I'm fucking sick of the wide receiver screen. I can't see uh, it working real well for us anyway. It hasn't done real well. But long story short, I- I'm thinking this is supposed to be a regular game planning situation. Uh, The way the Raiders played their last game, if we don't come out and get one solid offensive drive down the field without interruption, I think this will be a failed preseason. Uh, This team needs to get some rhythm and some pop in its offense and, quite frankly, its defense. Uh, This is the game to do it, and I don't really give a shit if the Titans see that we can do what we do Uh, Let me just say this. We must do what we do no matter what the opposition does. In other words, we do our plays and let them try to stop us. That's the Raider way. That's what I'm familiar with anyway. And that's what we should be doing in this freaking game. I don't expect – I expect Vanilla, like I said, but they should be putting everything plus the kitchen sink in there and seeing how it flies. It's not going to make any difference in the first – It's not going to make any difference. Really, think about it. Our offense needs work. They need reps. They need time on the field. And if we don't take three quarters with this offense, then, you know, we're not doing justice to our season, folks. And the same goes for our defense. We must learn gap control. We need to tackle. We need to shed blocks. And it has to show in this game against the Tennessee Titans. Because, quite frankly, If we don't see it, when will we? And let me just diverge right now to the first four games of the season, of which three will be away. Now, it's not a heavy-duty season. The first quarter, the first four games of the season are not like we're not playing super good teams. However, three of them are away. We have one home game against the Atlanta Falcons, and the rest are away. The Baltimore Ravens. I mean, I I can't tell you how difficult that is to travel. Traveling teams, you have to be tight, man. you got to be really well-oiled. you got to be a machine to travel well. That's just how it goes. And, you know, quite frankly, the Raiders haven't traveled real well for a few years. We had some flashes, but really, all in all, we haven't traveled well, and I think that's direct reflection on us not being a well oiled machine, quite frankly, so our first four games of the season are no cakewalk, and to say ten wins, man, I'm really gulping right now because we need to see huge progress, and that has to happen against the Tennessee Titans. I expect that um I expect we play better. I expect Del Rio to be severely disappointed in last game. And they must put a game plan together that will show uh, at least themselves to the very least that they can move the freaking ball and that we can stop the run and play fundamental football. I know my broken record, but damn, uh, that last preseason was scary. I don't want to go through that crap again. I want to see some progress. The Raiders need to see progress because they need to have confidence going into that first game. That's in, you know, we're playing the Saints at home. That's no easy task. And, you know, we should should have to get 30 points. 30 points should be a minimum to win that game with Drew Brees on the other side, really. They're running the ball well. They still have a a good line. Their defense sucks, but their offense is still potent. So, you know, it's going to be a hell of a contest first game away.
5: There's always been a game in the first four games that the Raiders are supposed to win and they lose. It happens all the time. Forget if it's Detroit, if it's Cleveland, if it's Chicago, whoever it is. There's a game on the schedule. Well, this year, the Raiders start off with one of the toughest games in all of football. I believe they're an underdog still in Vegas at New Orleans. I don't care what New Orleans looks like on paper. That place is a house of horrors to play in. And if the Raiders can start the season off, which means they've got to finish the preseason healthy, and playing well. If they can win at New Orleans and beat a future Hall of Famer like Drew Brees, then I'm telling you the wins are going to start to line up. If they didn't win that game, they're still going to be able to have a really good season, but they're going to have to dig out of a hole early. You've heard all the talk about these East Coast games, game in Mexico City. There'll be a week in Jacksonville and Tampa Bay where they'll stay out there for a week. This is not an easy schedule. They typically get screwed on the schedule. They're the 3rd farthest traveling team this year behind the Rams and the Seahawks. But excuses die, and the record stands. The old Raiders are out the door. This Jack Del Rio uh, coaching staff is trying to return this team to greatness. You're going to hear a lot about that, but you can't be great if you only win seven or eight games. You've got to win nine or ten, and I think the Raiders are poised to do that.
1: We need to get this done this Saturday, get some consistency and something going on that looks like a football team, and that is all I have to say about that. All right, let's get to it, 1-800-620-7181, 1-800-620-7181, get on the bone line, man, because the season's here, and if you're not freaked out, I don't know what the hell, (laughs) let's hear from the Raider Nation, and our first caller is the Reckless Raider, he's in the house, what you got, man? First-time caller, welcome, brother.
6: What up, Raider Greg, Raider Nation? This is the Reckless Raider tuning in for the first time. Man, I am pumped for this season, man. Last year, I was actually going down there during the season uh, training camp, uh, preseason training camp, and I did not have season tickets, man, but I was just so crazy that I would go hop up on the roof at that middle school just to go see Wood play, man. Uh, shit was crazy, but you know this year I haven't had time to get out there, so I need some updates, man. I'm dying out here. Anyone that's going to training camp, keep me posted, man. Uh, Raider Greg, you know, you know what's up, man. Uh, I want to hear about these rookies. I want to hear if this hype about DJ Hayden coming up from the dead is real. You know, he got to prove himself this Friday against the Cardinals, but uh, man, I am pumped shout out to uh Brett Favre from, um, shout out to our fans man just for uh showing that respect that he's uh you know what goes around comes around coming back to us I love that man he said we can get for those who miss it he said we can get you know Raider fans we get downright dirty nasty but the day his father passed away and he had that game against us that crazy game you know we lost, but we showed them that respect. you know that's who that's who we are as Raider Nation. you know we ain't gonna let you slide easy, but you know you know how we do. I love to see what's going on a level of positivity, So I was just wondering if you could throw a little shout out.' I'm gonna be out there at the nine eleven game against the New Orleans Saints, our season opener. We'll be out there with the crew, um trying to get more people out there have a Raider Nation invasion. So that's the goal, man. I love going to away games and seeing tons of Raider fans across the town. So uh, get as much people out as we can out there and uh, support some Raider Nation, man. All right, Raider Greg.
1: Oh, you're not going to have any trouble finding Raider fans in New Orleans, brother. You just go to Bourbon Street, you'll find them all lined up there because it'll be packed up. Raider Nation loves going to New Orleans. There'll be plenty of fans there. You're going to have a really good time. Rainey and I were there. We had a freaking blast. A uh, tough game. It's good that you're going to the opener to represent the Raider Nation. Go, Good for you, man. Our team should be better. Let's just hope we can squeak that win out. If we can win our first game away, that will say a lot for this team. Appreciate the call, brother, and the love. Our next caller, deep in enemy territory in Kansas, Raider Corey is in the house. What's happening, brother?
7: How's it going, Raider Nation? This is Raider Corey out of uh, Kansas. I've uh, called a couple times in the past, Longtime time listener. The, uh, I live about probably an hour outside of Arrowhead, and I've made an appearance or two out there myself, and I always make sure I'm always representing, man. I'll tell you what, it's tough being a Raiders fan in Kansas, but I'm always representing took my wife out there a couple of years ago when we were both decked out in all of our Raiders stuff lost the game, but I'll tell you what, we had a lot of fun, had a lot of representation from Raider nation out there in Kansas city. And, uh, I'll, I'll tell you what, man, I've been a Raiders fan since I was a little kid. I'm almost 30. And, uh, I haven't seen this much excitement out of Raider Nation in 14 years, man. I tell you what, I cannot wait to see what we do this season. I'm very excited. We just got old Kenny Snake in the uh, Hall of Fame. Got a lot of uh, good rookies on the team. A lot of a lot of defensive moves this off season that I'm really proud to see. And we got one heck of an offensive line, man. I can't I can't wait to see what we do. Hopefully, the running game. Uh, steps up this year. That's the only weakness I see on our part. Uh, special teams, we man, we've, we've dominated special teams for a long time. As long as I can remember, we've always had a great special teams. But, uh, anyway, I wanted to call and let everybody know. I hope y'all as excited as I am. I can't wait to see what we do out there. Uh, I'm looking for a good 10 and six, 11 and five season. And uh, I want to see that. I want to see that home field advantage in the playoffs this year because I really think we can do it. I face a lot of adversity out here, especially where I work. At, I work at a prison, man, and uh, we see, we see a lot of Chiefs fans out there, so it can get tough sometimes. But uh, uh, I, I'm always representing, man. I got I got my Raiders gear. Uh, it, I got a German Shepherd. He wears his Raiders gear too. <laughs> so anyway. I just uh, I wanted to express my excitement. I hope you guys are as excited as I am because it's been a long time coming, man. 14 years since we've had a season like this coming up. So uh, let's get it done. All right. I hope you guys are as excited as I am, and uh, let's uh, let's get it done. Thank you, Raider Greg, for having me on.
1: Well, thank you for the call, brother. It's always good. And in Kansas City, man, let me tell you, they're cool there, though. I gotta say this. I've been to games there. They're very, very cool to the Raider Nation. Man, we rock in that house. We're screaming Raiders all over. It's pretty crazy. It's a great place to see a game. If you can make it there, go there too because that's a good place to see a game. Uh, Tough, tough for you, bro. Uh, This year, Kansas City is going to be our foe big one. It's going to be a tough, tough fight between the Raiders and Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, It's going to be hard to beat them, honestly. So, I'm hoping that those games are brutal and they go down to the last seconds of the game because those are the kind of games they should be uh, if the Raider team is anything like I think it should be. It's not looking that way right now, bro, but it should be by the time we play the chiefs. Thanks for the call, man, next straight out of Dallas. My good brother Jesse James is in the house. I love this guy. He's pretty smart. What's up, brother? <laughs>
6: What's up, Raider Greg and my Raider Nation brothers and sisters out there? Raider Jesse James out of Dallas. Man, everybody's stoked about the new season. So am I. Can't wait. I mean, it's a whole new feeling in the air. The freaking NFL is all upon us now. And, I, you know, I, I don't know how I feel about that. You know, I, a lot of bandwagon fans I can see. And that's fine. I guess we can welcome them in or whatever. But the real ones that have been here through the, you know, Jamarcus Bustle era, they know how good we have it now, better than what we did, anyways, man. My call was in regards to the new season i'm I'm very excited, however, I do have one concern, and it's a minor concern, but it is concern um Bill musgrave, man, last year he the the play calling was a little dead, uh, I'd say in the second half of the season. And that's the only thing that, that kind of worries me right now. I hope that he can go back and, and look at the, the film and be like, okay, and including the real, and say, this is what we need to change. This is what was working. This is what you, we stopped doing. But that's the only thing that, that worries me, the offensive coordinator. Um, I'm not too worried about it, but if I had one concern, that would be it. Anyways, what are your thoughts, Raider Greg? Let's do this, baby. Let's make it happen. It's a whole new era, baby. Raider Nation, I'm out.
1: Well, I'm excited too, bro. But Bill Musgrave last year was very, very, um, uh, what would you say? Uh, it was lame. <laughs> lame is a good word. Or pedestrian. You know, if you were Stephen A. Smith, you'd use another $50 word. But uh, I just think his play calling was terrible. And to look at this preseason, I'm not feeling real good about it so far because. I cannot freaking stand these wide receiver screens. They make me sick. It's a waste of a down. It's like you can't run the ball, so let's try to – I don't understand it because other teams aren't fooled by it. We don't do a very good job of it, so we're not successful really. But we keep trying that stupid wide receiver screen. Yeah, Bill Musgrave, I mean, let's just hope – that since it's the second year of his tenure, that he opens the playbook up a little more and we have a little more action and we have a little more to see. Uh, Let's hope that this is not all that he's got. If it is, he's really lackluster, bro. I agree. Thanks for the call, man. Our next caller is my very good brother from Bend, Oregon. Rated Nation. Born, that is. Great club up there raider mystic let me just go on to say their club kicks ass they're taking care of veterans doing highway work these guys around the community making a difference and guess what they're raider fans in freaking oregon bend oregon great group and this guy is off the chain what's up brother
8: What's up, Raider Greg? What's up, Raider Randy? It's Raider Mystic. Raiders! And we just driving back to Oregon from training camp. My son, RNM, aka Raider Nation Mason, and myself, it's his birthday week, and we did a big. We got a pair of tickets that we got to use uh, for uh, one day of training camp, and then some other friends of ours from Ben found out that we were going on that day, and they randomly couldn't make it and hooked us up with another pair of tickets for the day before, coincidentally. So we got to go to -to back-to-back days of training camp, and right in the middle got to... Check out an A's game, which they won, and that was fun too. So, and then I called into ninety-five-seven the game after the uh, A's game, and they put me on the air too. And I got to talk uh, talk a little baseball, which I don't know much about anymore, but it's all good. But yeah, just uh, getting fresh out of that training camp experience, man. We had a blast. Uh, my kid got a bunch of killer autographs. Derek Carr, Khalil Mack, Marcel Reese, you know, George Atkinson III. It was fun to come down and and get to be a part of that. I've never been to training camp before, so that was uh, both of our first time ever. And, uh, You know, it wasn't as long as I thought it would be, but, uh, you know, how long do you want to sit out there when it's uh, 90, 95 degrees and they don't have shade? But it's all good. Marquette King was knocking those punts back. He was actually the crowd pleaser of the day one day. And then uh, everybody else was looking pretty good. It was uh, fun to see, fun to be a part of. Really, pretty brief. So though. I thought, I thought, you know, that it, you would get to see him, have the opportunity to hang out of the practice for like five hours or something. But uh, so that, that's a little different to me. But it's all good. I understand. You don't want to, you don't want to let the, let the public in too much on, on what's going on on the inside. But all the raiders were very cool. You know, Derek Carr was extremely cool. Khalil Mack, Marcel Reese. Um, and, you know, like 15 other guys that just hung out and signed as many autographs as they could before before coaches wanted to kick their ass because they had a supposed meeting. I'm sure every day they got that meeting, though. But uh, anyways, man, we listened to your podcast on the way down. I'm about to listen to the new podcast on the way back and uh, check it out. You know, always listen to all your podcasts, man. Love the show. Always have. It's the first one I ever listened to. And, uh, anyways, that's all we got for you, Raider Nation Mason. What do you
4: got?
1: What a great trip with father and son, going down there to training camp, seeing how it's done. Yeah, that's how they do it, bro. Um, And it is hot, and there is no shade. (laughs) But a great experience, got some great autographs too. I mean, that's an epic memory for you and your son, the road trip. Um, Very, very hip, bro. And that's cool. And thank you for being a part of our show. It's always good, man. Uh, Check them out, man. Bend, Oregon Raider Nation rocks. Uh, and Raider Mystic's in the middle of it. And next is my very good brother from Houston, a season ticket holder, by the way. Houston Raider Steve, he's in the house. This guy knows the history. Check it out. What's up, Steve?
7: Hello, Raider Nation. This is Houston Raider Steve. Boy, I sure have a lot of
6: memories of the snake. The first remember I've had was the uh, Immaculate Deception game. Raiders were down late in the game. He came back, ran what seemed like 30 or 40 yards in for a touchdown on his own. Hardly touched. I don't think he was touched by anybody until he got in the end zone. Even then, I don't think he was. But anyway, the game I remember the most is the Ghost of the Post. Went five quarters at the old War Memorial Stadium up there, man. Burt Jones from LSU having a great game. Back and forth against uh, Kenny and the Raiders, man. It was freaking awesome. Cliff Branch, and of course, at the very end of the game, Dave Casper caught that pass, goes to the post. Man, I was jumping up and down. That was actually probably the best game I've ever seen in my life between Burke Jones and Kenny Stabler. That was a game for the ages. Another great game, of course, was the Sea of Hands. I saw that game on TV. Of course, the Holy Roller and all the other great games. Kenny was ice water in the veins, man. He played here for the Houston Oilers, as you all know, and he used to have a club called the Diamondback. And uh, I remember seeing pictures and everything of uh, Kenny out at the world-famous uh, uh, country-western place called Gillies. He's up there on stage wearing his cowboy hat, just having a good old time, man, singing away with probably Earl Campbell and all the regulars. Remember that game back, uh, they went out there, I think, in 1980, and uh, the Oilers played, the, uh, the, of course, the Raiders. It was a... Grudge game. Kenny wanted to go ahead and get back at his team. Unfortunately, it wasn't meant to be. The Raiders had a great game. They won 27-7. Buddy and I, and, uh, his sister went out to the airport here because uh, to greet the team back home. And, man, I tell you what, they had a lot of people out at the airport greeting the team back when uh, Kenny and, you know, Bum Phillips' team and Earl Campbell and all those guys came back from Oakland to that crushing defeat. But uh, a lot of great memories of the Snake, man. I tell you what, he was my, he's the reason why I became a Raider fan. Uh, along with Jack Canem, it was mostly Kenny, the Snake. And uh, he always made plays, man. People remember that game. I think it was 1979 against the Saints. They were down like 21 points, and he came back, and they won 42 to 35. Probably one of the greatest games ever with the Snake. That's just the way the Snake was. Whenever he was in there, you always had a chance, man. You always had a chance. I always get choked up when they show the football life about Kenny uh, Stabler. Madden giving that speech, he says, you know what, Kenny, we love you. You're a Raider, and you're a Hall of Famer. I always get tears in my eyes crying, man, thinking about what a difference Snake made with his XOXO foundation. Always giving back. You always had time for the fans. You always have a laugh, smile. So, uh, Snake, I dedicate this year to you, brother. Glad to have the show back, Greg. It's good hearing everybody call in, man. You guys are my lifeline to the Raiders, and uh, great work, you and Randy. And go Raiders. We're going to be back, baby. We're going to win the division. I'm so pumped.
1: Talk about a walk down memory lane. Those games are famous. And another reason why the NFL is who they are to this day. Foundation of the NFL was built on the shoulders of Kenny Stabler, Dave Casper, Fred Belidnikoff. Uh, You know, the list will go on. but The Raiders were one of the primary reasons while the NFL leaped into the public consciousness. Trust me, Raider Nation is worldwide, and Kenny Staber was a reason why many, many fans have become silver and black for life. Thanks for the call, brother. I like this handle. Okay, so up next is the. <laughs> Stone
9: Raider. What up, Raider
6: Nation? It's the Stone Raider calling again from San Diego, California. Beautiful city, loving the weather out here. Shout out to everyone ripping the nation out here, though. Uh, I'm just wanting—I wanted to call the line today uh, to really. Really pick some bones that I got with uh, with these people here in San Diego. About five years ago, all these fans were throwing up their flags, talking all this shit. Any chance they could get to talk shit to a Raider fan, even me in particular, they would take it. Now those same fans—they're nowhere to be found. I'm looking for them right now. Yeah, they're nowhere to be found. <laughs> Sorry, ass team here. You know what? I don't even I don't even call it a team in San Diego. I call it the JV the JV team. So uh, that's something I wanted to pick. You know that's been bothering me lately. Uh, another thing I wanted to talk about was the is the defensive line. Man, we're looking good. I don't know if anyone notices this, but we have something special. You understand me? Our twos are as good as the ones. You know, that's deadly. That's deadly. We're going to be getting pressure on the quarterbacks all season. And that's good. I love it. I love it. Look at look at the division. We got Alex Smith. We got Rivers. We got, I don't know who the hell the Broncos are going to start. I think the damn Cracker Jack man's calling out Cracker Jacks. He might be better than Mark Sanchez. So, hey, Raider Nation, be ready for a good season. I'm ready. Oh, and before I uh, before I go, I want to give a birthday shout out to my uncle Dave and my brother Raymond. Raider Nation, wish them some love. Once again, calling from San Diego, the Stone Raider. Raider Nation, peace.
1: Well, it's funny you should say the San Diego fan, because yes, I do remember when they were on a winning streak, like 12 wins or. Yeah, 12 wins in a row they had against us, and they were all puffed up, and they were doing pretty well too, but they didn't get nowhere like they haven't gotten anywhere like they have nowhere, hardware that is, no rings, no nothing, and it's the San Diego fan, most fickle fan in the NFL, the only fan of the 32 teams that will sell their tickets to a game against the Raiders, a a division rival and not want to show up and represent your team or your community. Yeah. That's what I think about the Charger, nutless, boltless, uh, chargeless fan, for sure. Now, when it comes down to um, your uncle and your brother, happy birthday, bros, Raider Nation. Thanks for the call, brother. And I don't know about our defense, They better play better. Uh, All I know is that, because uh, they got some work ahead of them, bro. And our next caller from Southern Illinois, Raider Red, is in the house. What's up, brother?
6: Raider Nation, Raider Randy and Raider Greg, this is Raider Red here from Southern Illinois. President of the Raider Nation Black Diamond fan club, uh, population like four. I see that growing tremendously over this year, I hope. It's going to go one way or another. Either this hype's going to be, uh, you know, we're going to have a great year or it's going to be a complete bust and we're going to be doing what we've done for the last 12 years, thinking what the fuck could just happened?" But, uh, man, I'm so nervous today. I had to call. i got to get it out of my system. I had to roll my phones because I just, I'm just i shook up. This game tonight, I can't hardly stand it. Uh, it's a preseason game, I know. Whatever, right? Some people say, but uh, it's Raiders on the football field, and that makes me uh, absolutely just nuts. I love it. Uh, man, I love everything that's going on this year. I uh, love the last podcast, of course, and just got done listening to Raider Mike. Shout out to you, Raider Mike. Great podcast, of course. Um, man, uh, I appreciate all you guys do, just just honestly, because I'm in, so, like I said, the Rams have gone away, uh, so I will get to hear a little bit less. We have the Cardinals, baseball Cardinals real close, so that's what you hear about all the time. I'm not going to deal with hearing about BS about the Bears. So, you know, I'm always grabbing, trying to search and find, hitting the web for any kind of information, news, rumors, whatever they might be about the my beloved Oakland Raiders. And I keep saying Oakland Raiders because I hope they stay the Oakland Raiders. And I'll be a fan no matter what, where they go, of course. But, uh, you know, Oakland's always special and always will be special. You know, we went to L.A. once and I was still, I still have L.A. merchandise from the L.A. days. And I was happy when they went back to Oakland. So let's keep them there. Absolutely, let's keep them there. And, uh, hey, that's all I got to say right now. Go Raiders, man. Here we go. Raider Nation for life. I'm out.
1: First off, thanks for the prop, brother. And Raider Mike, realist. Great podcast as well. Um, And, by the way, uh, let me tell you, that game was probably an eye-opener for you. It was for me. Kind of concerning. I'd like to have you call me back and let me know what you think. I'm pumped about the Raiders this year. We all are. I'd like to see more than hear. Uh, Right now, my eyes are telling me one thing. I'm hearing other things, but my eyes, they don't lie, brother. I appreciate the call and the props, man. Uh, You guys in Southern Illinois, man, you got the Bears. I know. It's hostile territory, bro. And awakened from his slumber, our next caller is Obi Wan Raider. (sighs) What's up, brother?
9: I awake from my slumber to the sound of football. Could it be the return of the dark side? Raider football is here, brethren. What's up, Raider Nation? Obi-Wan Raider here calling in from Spring, Texas. Just got to be watching the game tonight against the Cardinals. Let's talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. The good, it's a win. The good, looks like the year on the practice squads has definitely helped out Akison's son. He uh, was blazing it tonight. He's still running a little bit upright. Wanted him to fix that. The bad. What's up with our fucking DBs? We should have had about nine damn interceptions. So many drop balls. And the ugly, the tackling. What the fuck? Yes, it's preseason, but I'm counting on uh Norton and Del Rio to get these guys tackling, making form fucking tackles. I mean there are too many times where they're just trying to throw a shoulder into a guy. Remember what you learned in Pee Wee. Wrap the some bitch up, then drill him into the ground like Carl Joseph does on his highlight videos. Other than that, Ray Gregory and Randy, I'm just Ecstatic that football is finally back. Sunday's have more meaning now, besides the Lord's Day, of course. And
1: go Raiders. I'm glad I'm not hearing you after this last game because it made the Cardinals game look good. Yeah, we got fundamentals to work on, bro, all over the place. So let's just hope they figure that out. It's good to hear your voice. Nice to have you back, my brother. And next from Tucson, Arizona, Raider Malik. I like this guy. Very sharp. What's up, brother?
6: Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation. This is Raider Malik from Tucson. Currently hanging out here in Scottsdale. Went to the game yesterday. Saw the Raiders put a hurting on the Cardinals, dropping thirty on those motherfuckers. So happy. Let's get to it. Game was good. First part, so-so. Uh, Carr and the team was a little nervous, making little errors at the line. You know, penalties here and there. Musgrave was doing his usual bullshit of being real conservative and only doing a couple passes, trying to go down the field, you know, running the ball a lot, blah, blah, blah. Cooper dropping a wide-open pass. What the fuck else is new? Andre Holmes fumbling the ball. What the fuck else is new? Typical Raider lore from the past. Then all of a sudden, everything changed. All of a sudden, the team decided to start playing, start putting some fucking hits on motherfuckers, start picking the ball, causing problems in the backfield, causing issues for the Cardinals. The fans around us seemed stunned. They were talking so much shit outside, like they were going to take it, you know what I'm saying? But it just didn't seem to fucking happen. They were real quiet for most of the game. Walking outside, they seem kinda of depressed. That's all we heard. A Raider chance the whole game outside. What the fuck was going on, Phoenix? What's up? Nation in town? We won that shit. That's how it goes. DeAndre Washington. Oh my god. But Camus Murray must be nervous right now because that motherfucker looked good, dude. He looked good. He was nimble. He was running like a motherfucker. He was hitting the holes. The guy has some fucking moves. Um, yeah, we may have something special with that guy. I'm, I'm fucking excited, man. I've been at this fucking resort for about two days now. Just getting hanged, you know, hooked, fucked up and doing my thing. I'm by the pool, all that shit. And uh, the game's been a highlight so far. I gotta say, fucking amazing. And uh, yeah, I just want to see more from Carr. I want to see more from Cooper. Krabsy made a big. Big catch. That was great. Um, the defense looked good. I mean, later in the game, they didn't really seem to get a lot of pressure with the later, uh, the second, third string players, but it just seemed like they were, they were making plays. The only thing I, I noticed is that they're really doing some poor fucking tackling. I guess it's to be expected. It's first preseason the game, and the rules in the offseason don't really let them do the, the hardcore tackling, so hopefully they'll get cleaned up. Special teams look fucking great. You know, Jenikowski hit that long bomb. Uh, social teams did really good coverage. I'm, I'm fucking happy, man. Uh, this is it. So so, so far, they look fucking great. And I also heard that uh, Vegas is starting to put a lot on the Raiders. It seems like the world starting to catch on, starting to believe. Get off the bandwagon, motherfuckers. No more room. Go home. This is Nation. Straight up. So I just wanted to call, say that Ray to Greg. Again, thanks for you and uh Ray to Randy for the podcast. It's it's a wonderful thing to have and I'm looking forward to more podcasts in the future. Just wanna make sure I got my call in before everything really settled down. But I'm still fucking fired up from last night. Didn't get home till about midnight or so. Traffic was insane, but whatever. Uh great seats, great time. Will and my wife had a fucking awesome time. Just uh can't wait to the next fucking game, man. This is going to be a big fucking year. I think I've been talking too long, so i got to go. All right. Raider Greg, Raider Andy, Raider Nation. This is Raider Malik from Tucson, currently in Scottsdale today. Have a good one. Peace.
1: There is nothing like leaving the stadium after your victory uh, for the Raiders. There's nothing like it. The chance, the Raider chance, I love it. I love it. There hasn't been much of it in the last 13 years. But every time there is, man, it is so much fun, and especially against the Cardinals who are a contender, uh, no doubt. But you picked out a lot of things that were uh, true about our team, the missed tackles, they haven't gotten better, bro. Uh, Washington looks good, but you can't do anything if there's no hole, bro. The offensive line is slow, and, and you know, it doesn't seem like it's together. So uh, let's just see how this next game happens. I don't give a shit about the Titans, whether we show them, whatever we show them. Musgrave's got to open it up. I'm sick of it, as you are. Great call, bro. Can't wait for the season. Let's hope that we get better, a lot better quick. And our next caller is Valley Raider. What is happening, brother?
10: Raider Greg, Raider Randy. This is Valley Raider calling from Delano, California. Just finished watching the game, the cardinals Raider game. Great game. Um, thing that stands out for me the most is Amari Cooper. Looks two, three times faster than he did last year, man. Blowing people off the line. People couldn't touch him off the line. The defense of depth. I mean, they kept putting players in and out of the game. Uh, shout out to George Atkinson Jr. Great run. Great touchdown run. Uh, showing more speed. Than he than he had last year um, very excited about this this season I mean this is just gets this is just hyping up more of the Raiders giving the Raiders more more momentum going into the season and excited man I'm gonna be hope, hope hope that you stay on point um, with the with the podcast and one last thing before I well actually two 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 more things before I I finish up my call today. Um, there's an APB out for money, man, man, we, 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 we need to hear from you, man. What, what do you got to say on Derek Carr, man? I mean, you've been quiet. Uh, ever since Terrell Pryor went to Cleveland, we haven't heard, we haven't heard from you, man. I think you, ended, I think you, ended, you might be, you might be one of, one of Terrell Pryor's cousins. You know? Just don't know, Don't want to let people know. Things get a little bit clear how much you love Terrell Pryor, if that's the case. But anyway, and, um, you know, I even forgot about the, the second thing. That's all I have to say for today valley raider and i'm out
1: well like i said several times they look decent against the cards not good decent um but you know against the packers they they suffered we suffered i suffered so we'll have to see bro and money man has spoken i hope he comes back and not just for that i just hope he comes back because i like his calls and he's a smart guy and he's a good fan that's why All right, brother, have a good one. Thanks for the call. Next caller is the Mad Stork. Boy, it's been a long time since I've heard that. What is happening, bro? What you got?
6: What's up, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. This is the Mad Stork. Calling out of Sacramento, California. just want to say that I really appreciate the material you guys put out. Gets us something forward to look to besides the games during the season and in the offseason. It's a great work. And uh, I also want to say, tell everyone to calm the fuck down. It's fucking preseason. That shit is more vanilla than the ice cream down at the fucking parlor. All right. Yes, it means something, but calm the fuck down. Let's wait till we start winning or losing games in the actual fucking season just to, to start completely fucking flipping out. Also, about relocation, been following the story for a long fucking time. Until the shovels hit the ground, I don't believe shit, whether they're really going to build in Oakland, L.A., Vegas, or the fucking moon. Until the shovels hit the fucking ground, calm the fuck down. And as always, go Raiders. This is the Mad Stork, and I'm out.
1: Wait till the shovels hit the fucking ground. Calm the fuck down. I like it. But as far as preseason, bro, I'm not calming down. It's hacky sacky, bro. They got to put together a drive or something to show that, uh, well, to show that they know what the hell they're doing, uh, So I appreciate the call, but I'm a little panicky when it comes to this preseason. And our next caller from Bellingham, Washington, the 360 Raider is back in the house, bro.
6: What is going on, Raider Nation? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, all the brothers and sisters out there. Raider Nation Worldwide, 360 Raider, checking in from the Pacific Northwest in Bellingham, Washington. Haven't called in a few minutes, so I thought I would call right now. Uh, This is the Monday after our first preseason game against Arizona. Uh, I got to watch the second half, didn't watch the first half, but saw the highlights and the team looked crisp. They looked great. Uh, put up 17 in the first quarter on the on the Dirty Birds. Uh, we got great depth. I, I like I like how we look. You know, it's only the first preseason game. Not anything to get too crazy about. Not anything to get uh, too overexcited about. It's
9: just
6: it's just one in many games. Uh, this is a marathon, not a sprint. We gotta, we gotta, you know, keep, keep charging, keep on pressing. Uh, got a tough one on the road in Green Bay coming up. Uh, I think it's this Friday or Saturday. Uh, so that would be another, uh, another nice road test. Uh, I like, uh, you know, before the season started, I, I looked at this team and I, I looked at it, and I looked at. Uh, I looked at our, our players. I looked at our depth, and I thought we were a nine and 17. But if we can uh, if we can explode and consistently pop off like we've uh, like we did in the first quarter, and make this a consistent thing, and uh, you know this team reminds me of the the 2 the O two Raiders when we turned the table on everybody and uh, went to the Super Bowl. Now, I ain't saying we're a, a Super Bowl team, but it sure starting to smell that way. Uh, maybe not this year, but maybe next year, but we're definitely going to be a, a playoff team this year. I definitely think we're going to steal the division. Uh, you, can, uh, you can mark this and, and, and save it for later. I, I guarantee a division title for the Raiders this year. And getting getting uh, butts over there in Alameda for a playoff game in January. Uh, that's no surprise why they sent us scarves as part of our season ticket gift. Because we're gonna be playing, we're gonna be playing some football late in the year. So uh, I like that. I like what I'm seeing, man. I like love Captain Jack. I think uh, I think we got something special here. We got something special to build on. We got something special going on. Uh, now the big thing is to, uh, well, brother. First you know, of all, thank you for home. being a so season Mark ticket Davis, holder if you ever get a hold in Bellingham,
1: of this, Washington. Do the right thing, man. This is how. a freaking deal, son. Rocks, man. I'm telling you, get us big with season tickets in Utah, all over the country. Season around. tickets for the Raiders. Uh, talking about Vegas. Talking about see the LA.
6: Talking about awesome. Mars, Jupiter, Pluto get the freaking deal done in Oakland the Oakland Raiders this is where they belong get the damn deal done already anyways uh, happy with what I what I'm seeing here Uh, proud of our team again a good preseason win I know it doesn't count you don't get style points for it but uh, it's looking good I, I like I like what we're doing uh, I like the defense. The defense is a monster. Uh, you know, we, uh, we got a lot of good things to look forward to. So, with that, I'm going to sign up, and I will see you guys on the 13th of – nope, not the 13th, the 18th of September when we uh, play our home opener against Atlanta. Till then, this is the 360 Raider, and I am signing out.
1: Well, I don't know where they're going to play, but uh, as long as they send me my season tickets renewal, I'll be sending them my money because I'll be there every Sunday as long as they're here. And I can't do anything about that, like I've said before. The team, man, we got to see some improvement these next two games. You have to see a consistent drive, and we have to see the uh, defense have some gap control. Uh, Trust me, bro. We need to see it.
2: Hey, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, this is Raider Bray calling from L.A. Uh, First, got to say that uh, I was in Europe for uh, five weeks and your podcast came out and I was able to listen to it over there and uh, it just made me feel all warm and fuzzy inside knowing you guys are back and doing the thing. Um, It's great to get some Raider news when I'm traveling. Uh, We're two weeks into the preseason now. Uh, We were looking good against... uh, um the cardinals that was great uh not so great against green bay but uh you know we've kind of stopped the run after they got a few long ones uh we're looking like we're going to have something this year i'm feeling good about it uh being down in la you know we got the rams back down here and people are liking having the rams in town um i would I would love it if the Raiders were down here just so I could go see them, but they're the Oakland Raiders as far as I'm concerned, even though I did have season tickets when they were here. Um, but they belong in Oakland. Let them stay in Oakland. So uh, go Oakland Raiders. Stay the fucking Oakland. And uh, this is Raider Bray, and I'll talk to you again. Ciao.
1: Well, I don't know where they're going to play, but uh, as long as they send me my season tickets renewal, I'll be sending them my money because I'll be there every Sunday as long as they're here. And I can't do anything about that, like I've said before. The team, man, we got to see some improvement these next two games. You have to see a consistent drive, and we have to see the uh, defense have some gap control. Uh, Trust me, bro. We need to see it. Our team needs work. I hope we get it this week. We need to come out strong the first quarter of the season. We need two wins out of four games at least. Because these aren't our toughest opponents. But these away games are going to count big time down the stretch. We need to get at least two wins, baby. Two out of four in this first quarter of the season. That's what I'm saying. And that's what I'm meaning. I'm looking forward to this season as well. I can't wait. Let's just see what happens against the Titans. Let's smash the Titans uh, on Saturday and make a statement. Get a complete game, get complete play out of all our players. Fundamental football is what we must have in Oakland. I am Raider Greg, and I am Oakland.